So what's new that's been happening? What's new? Well, I got a new phone. So oh, nice. No cracks? <laughs> Joanna doesn't know yet. <sighs> there's already there's already a crack in it. <laughs> well, now she's going to know from this podcast yeah. in a week. And it's already like up to here and spread up to there. What, no glass protector on it? There's a protector on it. Oh, then it's a protector you broke. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see. Oh, thank goodness. What a way to start off the show. Oh, man. I was worried there for a minute. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, all ages. It's that type, that time of, I don't know what to say anymore. It's just that time <laughs> to reach out with Camo. Yeah. We're going to have a conversation. So sit down, shut up, and hold your seats. And they may also be used as a flotation device. <laughs> So now, without any hesitation, other than the one that I just had, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Camo Arts. Hello, this is Camo. Welcome back to Reaching Out. Let's start this conversation. Yeah, you said you had a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, it, it's been two or three weeks since we recorded an episode. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's, uh... Okay, so I, I didn't come one week because I got all eaten up by mosquitoes and... I was at home recovering. I ended up going to the hospital out in Claremore. <laughs> that bad for it? Well, I, I thought they were bad. I wouldn't stop scratching and stuff like that. My arms started feeling hot. Yeah. I, I thought they got infected, but they, they didn't. They they look those doctors look annoyed. There's people in there for like heart problems and uh breathing problems and stuff like that. I'm over here because I've got little bug bites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just sent me home with some antibiotics. And... and for those who do not know, in Oklahoma, we have something called the Indian Clinics. I'm pure white. Well, actually, I'm a Heinz, and I hate that fact. But have you ever heard that term? Like a true Heinz 57? No. Yeah, it's like a mixed breed. Oh, I got you. So I don't have anything like this. This is a free clinic for Indians to go to. So that's the significance of Claremore. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the uh, the Indian hospital up there, and uh, they sent me home with some antibiotics and said, you're, you're fine, just put some uh, anti-itch cream or something on your arms, and you'd be good. And that's what's funny, because, like, <laughs> I even told you, I was like, why didn't you contact me? I have a $10 little sucker thing they sell on Amazon that I've literally seen, like, huge red bumps mm -hmm. disappear in 10 minutes after using it. Golly. Yes, yeah. it's fantastic. The bumps didn't go away for, like, a good week and a half or so, and I got scars on my arms and on my forehead from it. <laughs> so... Good thing I just wear a hat most of the time. It's it's on my forehead and it, it's it's very faded now, but it's still noticeable. Yeah. Uh, At least you didn't have to cut your hair. It's growing out a little bit. Joanna just cut it like two days ago. On the top of your head. On the top. No, I wanted to. Okay, here's the thing. I I was getting upset because <laughs> I'm not sure it's because I wear a hat all the time. I looked it up and it says hats have nothing to do with it. Like. The hair on the top of my head was not growing as fast as the hair on the sides and the back. Welcome to being old. I thought it was because I wear a hat all the time. Nope. Nope. That uh, is a normal male pattern of growth. Ah, uh, lame. Once you hit your, your, I won't say age because I don't think it's that because obviously I'm 39 next week and I have no, like I have a little receding hairline, mm. but I still have a full head of hair. Yeah. Instead of getting a haircut every two weeks, I'm getting a haircut like every three and a half month. Yeah. So I definitely have the little receding lines that going in, but. Yeah, I have no sign of, like, a bald spot in the back or whatever. I don't have any bald spots either. It's just, I don't know. I It, it started, <laughs> I would, like, push all the hair down, and the hair would start, it would, like, almost completely cover my ears. Mm -hmm. But the hair on top would just come, like, halfway down my forehead. I'm like, well, that doesn't add up. I think that's how I'm all that got started. <laughs> By accident? Naturally? Yes. Ah, I got you. <laughs> then someone said, hey, that looks awesome. Let's... Let's make that a thing. Yep. Okay. And now people are doing it on purpose. Yeah. They even had somebody on Red and Link's Good Mythical Morning that oh. they cut two people's haircuts and she willingly took a mullet. Oh, man. Yes. 
I like them. Uh, I like their YouTube channel and their uh, their podcast. They're they're on risk of me deleting them. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Ever since I came out with the why we be, why we became non Christians, oh. they really amped up the secret society Illuminati, and they'll deface the you know. They'll make Christianity a mocking thing. Yeah. Their spiritual deconstruction. Yes. Yeah, I listen to both of those. No, they talk about more. It's more than just like that was I can't remember if it was before or after the they talked about the third. There used to be three people and then he started getting sick and eventually died. Oh. And that's when they left North Carolina and became a big part of their life. And, you know, I don't know. You have a lot of people that say once you move out of the Bible Belt, and they were North Carolina yeah. and went to the land of California, there's a lot more. They're they're liberal, and it's, it's different. I'm not going to say it's completely wrong. There is a difference than what. And right now, I, I am annoyed with the church just because of how they treat people. Mm. And yet, none of it's our fault. Like, I really believe Christians should blame themselves more and realize if you don't shut the hell up and actually do what the Bible says, a lot more people are going to hate us. Yeah. Nothing like bringing down the whole thing with the <laughs> religious talk. No, you're blind, man. I don't know. I, I usually just watch their, their uh, food episodes. <laughs> what Josh's or the Good Mythical Morning? Good Mythical Morning. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say now Mythical Chef Josh has taken off, and he has like, I think their on-camera team is four people, and then they have probably about twenty people on their entire team. Oh wow! Just the the crew or the kitchen staff. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I mean, you got think you got like three or four editors, three or four um, film crew, three or four. Um, writers you know it it adds up after a while yeah well that was the first week i uh i missed was because of the mosquitoes and stuff like that and my freaking out and everything second week i uh i don't know man i uh i had a freak out the other day last week i actually kind of broke down i had a bit of a freak out while i was driving did you have guests in the car? No. No, I didn't. I, one of my friends sent me uh, a song for me to listen to, and uh, I don't know why. It, it kind of set something off in my head, and I just started thinking about all the different things that people, like people I grew up with, my friends, well, again, my friends from junior high and stuff like that, people I grew up with. Everything that they've gone through and everything that everybody's going through from our generation and everything, it's just, what the hell happened? You yeah. Know, what happened to us? Life. It, 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 it packs a hell of a punch, man. Yeah. Today I attended a um, referral network meeting and... The first lady happens to be a reporter on Channel 6. Come to find out, she was four years old. Um, the government of Vietnam would not let her. They had a new regime, so they allowed Americans to or Vietnamese people to come over to America. But because her mom had never technically been divorced, her husband died and had no paperwork because he died during the war. So because she had no paperwork, when they were allowed asylum, in America to work. It was either stay there or let the dad and daughter go and the mom stay back in the mother country. And so, of course, she comes to America. Um, weird thing is, she her dad gets hit by a car, can't work, so she goes into foster care. She's working all the time, goes through college, um, becomes a journalist, and while she's in college, raises the money to go get her mom, so brings the entire family over finally, and is like, you've reunited. And then the next guy turns out that um, after he was born, uh, the mom just picked up and ran away, uh, was a Division One football player, or he wanted to, but he was only like five foot eight playing middle linebacker. And for you sports people, you know, the offense and defense line is six, three and taller. This guy's five, eight. Yeah. So he can't see. They're like, you're strong, you're big, you're fast, but you're, you can't see. Yeah. So... 
he was wondering what the deal was, and all of a sudden the coach was like, hey, hold on, let me make a phone call. And so he's walking through the quad, and all of a sudden this, the way he put it, the smoking hot girl comes over, and hey, you want to play, or you want to do cheer? And he's like, no. <laughs> and she started, you know, talking to him, and was like, hey, we'll pay you. And he's like, what? And I get to hang out with you? <laughs> and she's like, and my friends. Yeah. And of course, it's a hot cheerleading team in college. So, and he went through that and like, I heard all these stories today and it was just, yeah, I mean, life's hard, but what, what's the answer? What, what is it going to be good? And we'll see where this goes if I tell what happened to me this week, but what good is it if we sit around and pout? Right. I mean, I got nothing done last week because I was hit hard in the balls by life. Yeah. But I mean, and all, all time, all this week, I've heard nothing but... Quit throwing a pity party. Get yourself up. Get back up. Like all these people saying these catch terms. And I'm just like, shut the hell up. <laughs> I need time to facilitate what I'm actually going to do. Yeah. So, I mean, really, it just leaves me wondering, like, and I know it's my problems. My problems are the worst, worst in the world. And then, of course, you think, well, my problems are the worst in the world. Doesn't make it any less true. No. What, what? Ever anybody is going through is the worst in the world. It's how we handle it. And I know that. I don't need some 60-year-old year old guy telling me to buck up and go, you know. But then again, that's why I'm told, you know, to just suck it up, man up, and go. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong is going on in my life. It's just <laughs> my mind getting to me again. It, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I go on my Xbox, and I start playing the game, and I check my gamer score and stuff like that. My buddy Thomas's profile, he, we're, we're, he, he's my friend on Xbox Live. Yeah. So his his avatar is still up there every now and then. And uh, it, it's it, it's kind of weird seeing it up there, but it's, it's a little comforting. Uh, was Thomas the one that had passed? Yeah, he passed away a couple of years ago. And, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I am, I'm trying so freaking hard to find the movie that we shot in 10th grade. He, he did a, uh, a movie for his multimedia class over at South, and it starred a bunch of people in our group it was a zombie movie of course called uh <laughs> the charlie hunter i don't know i don't think i've ever heard that no. was that around um, blair witch era or time when did blair witch come out i was in high school so late 90s <sighs> yeah i think i was a junior so about 98 99 uh we made it in 2005 okay. But, uh, but yeah, they had all of us on there and I would just love to just be able to find it and get all our friends together and just watch it together. Have you asked his mom? No. She'll know where it is. If anybody does, I always ask him mom. He, he had it on a computer and I think they have it in storage or something. I always ask him mom. Yeah. Moms keep everything. He put it on my PSP. He put the movie on my PSP, and I had it on the memory card. I had the memory card at home in a box, and I lost the box. <laughs> I, I think it might be under the couch or something. Anyway, um, I can't get the memory card to work on my computer mm -hmm. or, or my laptop or anything like that. So I'm thinking about putting it on my old phone. It's a little micro uh, USD card. So I'm thinking about putting it in there and see if any of the files pop up because it's not working at all. Nothing shows up on the computer. So yeah. unless I need to buy like a whole new PSP just to freaking get it to work. <laughs> uh, there's a weird shaped memory card that was in the PSP. I'm not I'm not sure if it's on the micro or the regular one. When the PlayStation only memory cards, yeah, I'm glad the Switch actually use like regular SD cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would I would love to find that and 
be able to watch it with my friends again. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. But uh, yeah, we we filmed everything over at South, and uh, <laughs> I played a zombie uh, in one of the scenes, and um, he's shooting from the end of the hallway, and I'm down at the other end, and I walk out in the middle. I kind of sniff the air a little bit. And then I turn my head and I look at my buddy uh, in the middle of the hallway. And I yell and I start sprinting at him. <laughs> and he's, he's, uh, he, he was kind of a bigger guy also, but he's just eating a Twinkie in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> and I just run up. I don't slow down. I just freaking hit him and knock him flat. But the, the scene is, I, I knock him down, and the zombie's supposed to be eating him or whatever. And it looks like I'm eating him, but I'm really going, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit you that hard. <laughs> uh, what's funny is, how, how when did, um, oh, what's the one with Woody Harrelson and... Zombieland. Yes. When did that come out? 2009, 2010, something like that, because I went to the, the midnight showing. So you were four or five years ahead of the zombie hunter eating the Twinkie in the movie. Yes. That part, yes. But this was around the time that the Dawn of the Dead remake came out. Okay, I don't remember that at all. Okay. <laughs> it was the one with Bing Rams and all them. It, it was really good. I, I loved that movie. That and Shaun of the Dead came out around the same time. Yes, I love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I don't think I realized until a couple years ago, like the whole the whole meaning behind that. Like I just assumed it was, and I'm talking about after watching it. Like I just assumed it was a regular zombie movie, but the whole fact that like it was a love story, it was about two friends, so you had the bromance, and the fact that afterwards that they still were next to each other. Like they had been through this experience and one of them didn't come out the same on the other side, but the other one was. Oh, you're talking about Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Sorry, I was still stuck on uh, Zombie Land. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Yeah, I see where you're at now. I haven't even seen Zombie Land 2 either. Double tap. <laughs> I thought that one was good. I don't, I don't remember much of it, because <laughs> I've seen the first one so much. I've yeah. only seen the second one maybe a couple of times. That's like me in Final Destination 2. I've seen one like once, but oh. I've seen two like 15, 20 times. Oh, yeah. And I finally got around to watching, well, I had seen the all-girl cast Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then just recently went to the library and got the new Ghostbusters, the one with Paul Rudd. Ah. And yes. And I've got to say, I actually liked the all-girl cast better than I did the Paul Rudd one. Really? Yes. Oh. I thought when the, it's been out, it's in the library, go rent it. I thought when the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, came into the movie of the newest one, Afterlife, yeah. ruined the entire thing. Really? Because you had this amazing story built up. Um, Rudd and his girlfriend had done their thing, and the kids were, you know, killing it. And then all of a sudden you had the entire focus magically shift to the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. And they were, it took you out of the movie and tried to push you towards these other guys. Mm. Like, I think the Ghostbusters franchise was endeared to the new generation, and it paid homage to the original ones. Yeah. But this was a whole new, I mean, you had no sign the entire movie of any of the Ghostbusters, except, I can never remember her, her name. Who was the receptionist? Janine? Something. I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to go with Eugene or Janine. Okay. But she had made an early um, cameo. Yeah. But the other three got, and of course, you know, the fourth one did die in real life, right? Egon. Yes. No, wait. Not Egon. Um, it was Harold Ramis. Yeah. Is that Egon? Yeah. Okay. Because later in life, he got fatter. Yeah, uh, he did. But yeah, I mean, of course, Bill Murray is always larger in life, but it just, it took me out of it. I didn't get, it was like a parody of themselves. I know we're supposed to become doppelgangers of ourselves, but it was just too, too much. 
And of course, everybody's going to hate me because I said it, the all-girl cast is better. But I mean, I watched that last night on free TV or whatever it is. It used to be IMDb TV. Oh, okay. And I don't know. I just really laughed at it. And then Chris um, Hemsworth, of course, is hilarious in that. Yeah. Especially when he's dancing, which I don't get. That was the stupidest part of the movie. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you have a mask breakdown scene, and they're doing the Cuban freak or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Chris Hemsworth, we went out and saw the new Thor movie. Ooh. Yeah. Him really, and his new weapon? Yes. <laughs> the uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, the director in these past uh, couple movies, have, he's really picked a really good soundtrack for these. It's leaning more towards Guardian of the Galaxy type, isn't it, than a traditional Marvel it feels like it, and people are complaining because they're saying it, it's more comedy than anything. Well, yeah, you have a whole bunch of movies that all have the same theme. Yeah. How is Marvel still doing this? I mean, literally, you have the same... Something's got to give. I mean, you can't just have superhero, 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 get knocked down, villains on top, and then all of a sudden the superhero comes back, movie over. Yeah. These are the same stories that's been... Like, literally, I, I saw a the thumbnail for Spider-Man 2, and I was like, which two? The, <laughs> the first Spider-Man 2? The middle re reboot Spider-Man 2? Or the home series Spider-Man? Of course, 3 is the only one that Garfield did not get. Yeah. I mean, hell, if they're going to have this, and everybody has three movies, and they reboot, you might as well give Garfield, like... A third one? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to fight, though? I have no. They, they they need to come up with a villain that they haven't that they haven't uh, shown yet. Well, you have the Green Goblin and Green Lantern, right? Then you had Sandman, Doctor Ock, and then was one of them Jamie Foxx? No, I'm thinking um. <laughs> Electro. Oh, I forgot about him even. Yeah. I was thinking more of oh, who was I thinking of? It, oh, Venom, the original Superman, his third movie. No, that was Sandman, wasn't it? I thought there was a, the original trilogy had like the Carnage or Venom suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, the third one with Tobey Maguire. That's his name. Had um, had the Venom suit. The symbiote uh, showed up in that one. And it turned his suit all black and everything, and it had Topher Grace in it also. I always loved him. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about that 90s show? No. Yeah, it's coming out. I watched all that 80s show. I, oh, man, I forgot about that one. I love that one. I love that one. I got burnt out on that 70s show when Topher left. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I followed him with When a Date with Todd Hamilton. And then uh, there was another one that he... It was where I think Chris Pratt and what his ex-wife fell in love. Um when the guy finds Coke in the glove box of the car that he stole, his dad pulls him over, and they have Coke in the car. I don't know. Oh, and then they ride the big metal cage all the way down the hill, and then it falls into a pool. Hmm. Yeah. I know. I have all the. I have all these movie memories. I remember the stupidest stuff, but I cannot remember names. I got you. Uh, yeah, that '90s show is coming. Uh, it's going to have the original cast and everything. And I, I think it's going to have, um, it's going to be about Eric and Donna's kid staying with uh, Red and Kitty. Like for a summer? Or? I guess. Did they ever get back together? I don't know. I, I, I um, didn't think he came back at all. I don't think I saw the last episode. I don't think I finished it up. Mm-hmm. I know all the other castmates said he was always kind of like the jerk. Like, they'd get together, go drinking or whatever. Yeah. And then he would be off by himself. Mm. And then all of a sudden, he went off to pursue his career, and it kind of just yeah. fizzled. Meanwhile, Mila Kunis, she's been successful. She's been in a bunch of movies, and she's uh, maintained her role on Family Guy. Yeah. Um, Ashton Kutcher kept going. Doing wasn't she in one of the the wasn't she like a witch in something? I don't know. Because there was that or was it that movie that um um Franco was in where he was the was he just the Wizard of Oz? 
Or the great and powerful Oz. Oh, I forgot about that. Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, where he rode the balloon into town and then... Yeah, I forgot about that, man. I forgot he played the the Wizard of Oz. Golly. Was she in that? I think so. It's kind of weird that everybody that she's, like, starred with has been, you know, brought up on sex charges. Danny Masterson, (laughs) James Franco... Uh oh, the guy who played Hyde. Yeah, what's his name? Danny Masters. Oh, that's that's his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you had Malcolm in the middle, the older brother that went to boot camp. Yeah, that's a Masterson. Then you have Danny Masterson, which is a middle kid, and then you have something Masterson who is on The Walking Dead. So all three kids have like a title. Technically, Danny has two because the ranch was huge, and then all of a sudden he just went off the side of a cliff on a motorcycle. Oh. You know, like literally they left him on a cliffhanger. <laughs> huh. And of course, that had Ashton Kusher, and then um, Fez was on it for a while. Was he? Mm-hmm. I never saw that show. Yeah, it was. It, it's pretty good. Okay, I I liked it. That's a shame. But I didn't know him and uh, the older brother from uh, Malcolm in the Middle were brothers. Really? Yeah. Didn't and of course, the little sister's a little bit darker. So I mean, I not like compared black to white. I'm talking like a light skinned Indian type. Mm. So she just, I don't know. She always, like, when I heard that, I couldn't believe it. Hmm. But you never know. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I think the uh, the new the, the new Thor movie was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, there's a lot of Guns N' Roses in the soundtrack. <laughs> and uh, I, I the guy who plays Korg, the rock guy. I honestly have seen the first Thor, and that's it. Uh, heck. Uh, no, I take that back. I saw the first two. And then I would, I started wanting to watch this because of, what's her name? The one from the Star Wars franchise? Natalie Portman. Yes. She played Jane Foster. <laughs> yeah, that's funny that how she never wanted to have anything to do with Marvel again. And <laughs> it's amazing how a paycheck will change your mind. Christian Bale was in this one. Was he? Yeah, he played a villain. Batman is a bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> Named Gore the God Butcher. Oh, I was going to say, like, Gore, the one that ate you on Water. stage? <laughs> no. Gore. Gore was this really, um, really faithful, like, religious guy. And um, he he's from a different planet, so they had their own god that they prayed to. And um, he's wandering the desert and everything, and it's just him and his daughter. And he's praying. He's... Praying that she uh, that she lives and that they can find uh, some some way out of the desert and stuff like that. But he's just wanting this little girl to live. But uh, she she passes away from starvation and thirst and stuff like that, and he ends up in an oasis. And the god that he prays to is in that oasis. Dun dun dun. So he meets the god that he prays to, that he devotes his life to, and he's a douche. He's like. You have no, there's no meaning to your life. All you do is serve me, and why why should I do anything for you? And stuff like that. And uh, he ends up with this sword that's able to kill gods. So after his faith got shattered and everything, and he's now public enemy number one. Yeah, so he kills that god, and he goes around the universe killing different gods. So like a mini earthling Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> with a sword. Okay, the Thanos had a blade too. It wasn't a sword though. It, was like a- it just leads all to the, like all Marvel movies are the same thing. I mean, when it really comes down to it, I mean, unless you break off into what is it, the Marvel 66 universe or whatever. Um, and one part Spider or no, it's Superman dies and comes back as um, I can't remember which enemy, but like Vince, our old boss, used to tell me that stuff. And there were like alternate timelines, yeah, it's like Marvel 67 or oh, different like alternate worlds or alternate yeah. universes and stuff like that, the multiverse or whatever. <laughs> See, I'm still, I'm still wanting to have the whole Iron Man carried out. 
because there's one part when um, Don Cheadle's character gets into the suit and Tony Stark is at like Mars or like it'd be perfect to be like Hulk's home planet. Yeah. And then he was so mad he was driven to anger and that's where War Machine came. And so you had um, Cheadle's character from the Marvel battling War Machine versus Iron Man. And then all of a sudden, because the suit was connected after that series, like Tony Stark was driven to madness. And now Cheadle's character would have been um, War Machine. And they had to fight again. And they brought in Hulk at times mm-hmm. to like destroy. I mean, the whole thing, the whole War Machine saga was amazing. And they just kind of cut it off. Yeah. The Punisher gets a suit of uh, Iron Man's armor, too. One of my favorite TikToks did a drawing of the Punisher skull in real life. Like what the human would have looked like with a skull like that with the long... Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not anti-superhero movie. I'm just anti-Marvel now. I mean, there's so many amazing videos coming out, and nobody talks about them. Like, like uh, fan stuff? Well, not fan stuff, but just regular old movies. Oh, I got you. You said videos. I thought you were talking about like fan, fan-made stuff and TikToks and whatnot, cosplay. No, those are all hideous. <laughs> some are really good. Yeah, um, some few and far between. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. We saw that, and then uh, I went to the movies with Joanna's dad the other day. Ooh, sucking up to the big guy. No, he invited me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went out and saw the new Top Gun. Oh, yeah. So her dad only has girls, right? Yes, that's why. Yeah, it was a guy thing. Yeah. Um, anytime there's like a Sylvester Stallone movie out, he's like, Hey, you want to go? I'm like, Yeah, because <laughs> Joanna's mom doesn't like watching Stallone movies or anything like that. So, do you really like watching those movies though? They're not bad. I mean, we watched the Creed movies and uh, Rambo Last Blood and now Top Gun. Did he go out and buy matching aviators? No, <laughs> no. Man, there was one part in um, in Top Gun that I had to refrain from laughing for like five minutes. Unfortunately, it was during Val Kilmer's scene. Did you have to hide that loving feel? Huh? The song from the first one. Oh, I, I never saw the first one. <sighs> well, I may have, but I was like really little when I saw it. It's like blasphemy. Well, like I, everybody and their dog was talking about it. I happened to hurry up and go watch the first one so they could watch the second well, one. Well, I was planning on watching the first one the night before I went and saw it with him, but I fell asleep. So. Oh. <laughs> So I just went out. But um, I, I, I think I've seen it. I was just really young when I saw it. But there was one part I couldn't. I, I was trying so hard not to laugh. It wasn't anything that was said. Um, <coughs> it was, I forgot to silence my phone. And my notification sound. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's from another podcast I listened to about these researchers and everything. Did a bunch of studying up and they. 3D printed the uh, the voice box of one of the priests, Egyptian priests from like thousands of years ago, and they were finally able to hear what a uh, person from back then actually sounded like. Oh, nice! <laughs> it just the voice that came up was like, eh. <laughs> just a one second clip. <laughs> Well, I felt so bad. It kind of sounds like a villager on Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> but um, poor Val Kilmer, he he, he had uh, throat cancer, and he had work done <laughs> on his on his throat. And he talks to a voice box now, but they in the movie, he's he's having to type everything in on a computer. And right before he he like talks or something, my phone goes. Eh. <laughs> That's awesome. I I was struggling, man. I I, <laughs> I felt so bad. I hope I was hoping her dad didn't hear that. I I thought I saw that to my phone before uh, the movie started. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I was at a play in college because our coach was, you've got to support the rest of the school. Yeah. I mean, we we were a second-year football program, $4 million in debt, mm. thanks to us. 
So we're in one of the plays, and this guy is a cop in New York City. And he's describing this scene where he's, he's called up to the top of the building because somebody's prowling around. And he says he goes up to the roof and sees somebody in the shadows. And he goes, stop. And all of a sudden, the guy doesn't. And he sees something flash. And so, obviously, he, he screams again, stop. And for the third time, he sees a flash. And he pulls out his gun. And he's about to go up and shoot him. And finally, he's just walking closer and getting closer. And he realizes it's a reflection of his watch going up and down. The guy is naked and on the roof watching somebody through the windows. And all of a sudden, I just bust off <laughs> Nobody else in the entire theater of about 120 people. Yeah. And I'm laughing because the guy is naked. Well, he has a cop pull a gun on him. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is the year 2000. So, I mean, none of this violence has happened. Yeah. And, like, everybody else was silent. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> and then keep on laughing. Yeah. I mean, that's something you don't expect. Like, how do you have somebody, like, you see the watch. So, <laughs> I thought you laughed more. Now it's just awkward because that was a serious <laughs> moment. If only we could cut the tension with the knife. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Well, our Joanna and I's anniversary was two Sundays ago. Okay. So on the 24th, we celebrated our 12-year wedding anniversary. How many years together? 15? Uh, almost 16. We'll be together 16 years um, in December. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's cool too. I mean, the uh, the theater that we met at just reopened down Broken Arrow. Which one? Hundred and First and Elm. Oh, the um, one by the um, Apple Barrel. Yes. Yep. Yep. They reopened. It's like uh, New Orleans Theater now or something. New Orleans Square Theater. I don't know. Yeah, it was empty, and then all of a sudden, movie star lines or something opened. Yeah, they were only open for what, like three months? Not very long. But uh, how many theaters is it? I don't know. Maybe four. Okay, four or five, something like that. I don't know. But uh, we went there with the boys, and uh, I forgot what we, what we watched. But I was excited to be there again with her. And this is a seat where you were conceived. No. <laughs> No, I was I was telling the the people working there, hey, this is where me and her met, and they're like, uh, okay, would you like butter on your popcorn? Just stuff like that. They didn't care. Oh well, now they're kids, they're teenagers working in there. They don't care. Anyway, uh, I just think it's cool that they reopened, and uh, maybe we can go see a movie there on our anniversary in December. What movie did you all see? Oh. I don't even remember what we watched there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of it. I know ours had Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and it oh, was an army movie. Jarhead? Yes. Okay. Oh. That was a big mistake. You meant the first movie we saw together, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the one we saw with the boys up there. No, the first movie we saw there when we first met was uh, Night at the Museum. Okay. Yeah. Good, wholesome. You know, you were underage still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, been together for almost 16 years now. It's a long time, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Been four years. It'll be 20 years. How old were you when you and her met? Mm, 17. Okay. I had just turned 17 that September. I think we were 20 and 22. Okay. So it'll take us longer to get to the halfway life point. Mm -hmm. Dang, you've got two more years and you all have spent half your life with her. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next month I'll be 33. That's another thing that freaks me out, man, is... is Thinking back at my my junior high days and stuff like that, how long ago that's been? Yeah, it's been eighteen years. I would have just celebrated twenty one years since high school. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Life was easier back then. It was. You didn't have to worry about bills. You didn't have to worry about taxes <laughs> or. 
responsive like big responsibilities i just have to do my homework make sure my chores were done that way i can go out with my friends or go out with joanna or or just make sure that everything was cool that i went over to my buddy's house and we just back before we had a car too i mean we walked from south down to his house which is three miles Freaking ninety degree weather in in freaking gothic clothes. <laughs> I at least had a bike to ride. Yeah, we just walked up there and dropped our bags off, then walked back to the corner gas station, grabbed like some Red Bull and some snacks, and walked back to his house. And then we just spend the rest of the time watching music videos and playing video games and stuff like that, doing. Just going down to the creek and chopping down trees and trying to build a bridge and all that crap. And now, now we go to work. And uh, that we spend 40 plus hours at. Dealing with the public. <laughs> I don't actually have to deal with the public that much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything was easier back before we had to get jobs. Yeah. I probably should have got a job earlier. I think that's where some of my anxiety comes from. Mm -hmm. Like that was a starting point. I started realizing when all I had to eat was like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, something like I felt guilty for playing sports, but at the same time, that was my way out. Yeah. Like my mom gave me the option to either go to college on military scholarship or a sports scholarship. Oh. So I gave up a full ride to any four-year school in Oklahoma to go play one year at a private Catholic school where the nuns were freaks. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, yeah. but I, I don't know. I mean, you can't play what if. And this is the same thing, you know, like we beat, we beat ourselves down. And obviously both of us had a bad week last week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it goes back full circle, I guess, on today's show, what good does it do? I mean, we spent half the show talking about fun stuff, laughing at inappropriate things, yeah. but we still came back to, I don't know. I mean, of course, I like the good old days, yeah. but I don't know if I would honestly go back. I don't know if I would change anything now. No, I, I was thinking about that, too. Like, as much as I would like to go back, I would be afraid that I would do something different that would change where I'm at now. The butterfly effect. Yeah, if, if I did something different, if I just skipped out on one hangout or whatever, I may not have met Joanna. We wouldn't have had the boys, and uh, my my life would have been different somehow. But what if you would have saved the baby from blowing up in the mailbox? What? <laughs> Do you not remember the movie Butterfly Effect? Oh, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Where he goes back in time and has the nosebleeds? Yeah. See, I, I watched that back when I was still living with my parents. <laughs> it's been a while, man. But no, I mean, I, I got those memories, though, that I can hold on to. And it's not like I can't go out and see these people again. We just got to do some planning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's the hardest part because you build all these memories with people and then all of a sudden you use the excuse, well, I've got a family yeah. or I've got to work. Yeah. It, it just doesn't add up. But of course, then they're not the ones struggling with like depression and wanting to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. You know, I'm now getting to the point where I just, I can't stand to be around people. It's like, and I know it's not their fault. So, I mean, I'm not telling them to go away. I go away. Yeah. I retreat, you know, and it's not fair to any of us because even though I know my triggers and I know how I'm handling it. Yeah. And of course, for the listeners, I'm throwing up the quotation fingers, mm -hmm. you know, it is hurting me because I know my jam is helping people. Yeah. That's how I feel better and regenerate and I fill my cup. Yeah. So now I'm not only hurting them because they're not experiencing my joy mm -hmm. or the joy of being around me. Yeah. But also me, because now I don't get to fill myself up. Yeah. And I then go depressed for the next week because I couldn't be nicer to people. Or I said awesome too much and I got threatened to be punched. What? Yeah. Oh. That was part of my... I don't know if it's true gaslighting or not, but my old boss said I never really told anybody this, but I said awesome too much and she threatened to hit me. 
There was no laughing during tax season, and even her living boyfriend slash husband had to speak had to speak to me and say, "There's no laughing during tax season." And then one day on their social media, I messed up how a gurt mixture, and I had three people yelling at me. She would tell me to do something, and all of a sudden, because I actually raised my voice and was a dick to people mm-hmm. to get the job done, yeah. I was a abrasive one. Like literally, I did it on purpose just to be a joke mm-hmm. i text them every 30 minutes the exact th- same thing yeah. any update on the job and for three hours every 30 minutes i did this and finally somebody said it's already done and i was a jerk okay. there was a skill saw in the middle of the road that i ha- did not see and i had to slam on my brakes and when i asked could you please next time tell me so i don't run o- almost run over a skill saw no it's not our style you need to be watching out Huh. Yeah, but I'm the jerk. Yeah, and this is the expert feedback, and like my wife hates it, but I'm just like, stop what everybody says, prove it wrong. Mm-hmm. So, did you notice I did reaching out this weekend? Yes, I saw that. Unfortunately, I still have my head up my butt. <laughs> uh, no visitors, but it gave me time to think. Though you reached out to yourself, I did. <laughs> No, actually, um, no one from outside came up, but one of the girls that works at Panera came and sat down while she was um, waiting on her husband to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit. I love connection. No. <laughs> no, she, um, she didn't notice that I haven't been there in a while because I went there like almost every weekend last year. Yeah. And it's been a month or so since I've been there. And... Uh, we just got starting talking about reaching out and why I'm doing it and stuff like that. And she started talking about her job and stuff. So, any juicy gossip you're not, willing to share? Not at all. <laughs> Nothing. It's just see that's a bad thing about reaching out. You can't divulge any information to anybody else. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking, man. Do do I need to get in the office or something? No. Well, I mean, because I hate my office now. Why do you hate your office? There's other people. Back the other day, I had my door open, and all of a sudden, I just somebody was clapping in the middle, and I was on a Zoom call. Oh, okay. So I'm not used to being around other people. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if, it, if people would be more comfortable in an office setting or like a meeting space, or. I mean, I don't know. I'm not doing a cookout or the park right now because it's too freaking hot. I don't want to do that to people. I would. <laughs> you want free food and help? Come to the park. Come to the park. <laughs> uh, but Panera, I'll just go up there and sit around for a while. I actually left early this weekend and didn't realize it. <laughs> so uh-huh. I usually go 11, sorry, 10 to 2. But I was there. I said I'll be there from eleven to three. I stayed eleven to two. I left at two and didn't realize that I had. And somebody showed up at two o five. Man, I hope not. <laughs> I, I knew it. He was a fraud. <laughs> no, I left and um, I wanted to do something nice for my wife, so I filled up her gas tank and brought her ice cream and flowers. Uh, we're on a diet, and she doesn't want <laughs> flowers. No. <laughs> Uh, I cleaned out her Jeep and washed it and everything and vacuumed it. So, and then by the time I was done vacuuming, I was like, oh crap, I was supposed to be there another hour. I hope no one showed up. <laughs> no, you did reach out to your wife until three o'clock. Yeah. I mean, come on, if it took you an hour to clean out her vehicle, I cleaned that out and I vacuumed and. See, there you go. You reached out to someone yes. special. Yeah. Now, it'd probably take you a couple hours to clean out your car. Stop it. <laughs> it. It probably would. I do need to clean out my trunk, though. That way I can keep all my chairs there instead of the uh, back seat. Back seat, yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm surprised I haven't ordered out my third row because the seats fold down electrically. Yeah. So, yeah. But I will say my dog loves it back there. Yeah. We'll get groceries and he'll ride with me and... So in between waiting in the Walmart pickup area, he'll jump the seats and get in the back and I'll just leave him. And he loves to go through the groceries. I just sniff around. (laughs) And so when you leave him back there, he's like riding and sniffing and, you know, take a turn too fast and he slaps the door (laughs) or the side of the vehicle. Yeah. 
oh, my birthday lands on a Saturday this year. So I might do another gathering. An actual birthday gathering? Yes. I don't know where, though. We did it at the park last year. But uh, I heard September's supposed to be pretty hot. So Yeah, but they also didn't say we're going to have the day of 73. Yeah. And I came home the other night when it first started raining. Mm -hmm. It was 73 according to the, uh, the car. I don't know. I might try to run out that church space that we had for the boys and just bring some food up there and have the kids play in the gym and then have your dad make some more butt and brisket. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> that would be an amazing reaching out butt and brisket festival. <laughs> <laughs> butt and brisket. Okay. <laughs> That's like the dream. In my tiny burgers. <laughs> my dad had me, uh, for, for anybody who didn't show up last year, uh, my dad had me make burgers. They tasted really good, but they ended up tiny. shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> Typical man problem. I didn't account for shrinkage. <laughs> but uh, no, we had a good time, though. We had a we had a good amount of people show up, so this year my birthday lands on a Saturday, so we'll try to come up with something. But, uh, I think this has been a good episode mm -hmm. after uh, two weeks of silence. And we got past all the death and cops trying to shoot a Yankee. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Get it, a Yankee. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I was going to go British and call it a winker, but uh, okay. I thought that was a little too risque. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any departing words for us this week? Hmm. Oh, no, that conversation was all over the place. Usually I have a good end thing if we have a topic. But uh, sometimes you just got to let your mind wander. Yeah. Well... As always, if uh, if anybody needs someone to talk to, apparently I can talk. <laughs> I might jump subjects, uh, jump from subject to subject, but if anybody needs someone to talk to, if you're lonely, depressed, bullied, lonely, anxious, uh, reach out to me, uh, message me, comment on one of the posts, or text me or call. Uh, just let me know, and uh, we'll try to set something up, and we can get together, and we can talk. If you don't want to talk about what you're going through and just want to forget things, we'll talk about anything else but that. And if you want to be on the air, you can also schedule a time for that. Absolutely. If you want to talk about whatever, uh, feel free to reach out to us and we will bring you on the show. And I can also help you start your own podcast. There we go. Art is really good. Yeah. He's really good at what he does. He'll help you out. And on that flattering note, <laughs> you know to re where to reach out, reaching out with Cam Cameron on Facebook, website, Facebook, Facebook groups, Instagram, TikTok, also Camo Arts in all the same places. If you can't find him, you really don't want to have a conversation. <laughs> he is very much available. And for me, I've been R.A. Great. And Cameron. And until next week, KSITJ.